Thank you, God. We give you thanks. Lord, this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen? Amen. Well, I am thrilled to be able to stand here and worship the Lord with you today, but in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. It's the absence of fear. It is perfect peace. Hallelujah. In His presence, we have fullness of joy because we are not afraid. Because His perfect love casts out all fear. Hallelujah. His wonderful love gives us entrance into the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. What a privilege it is to be in the family of God. Hallelujah. Wonderful Jesus. Well, I want to share with you today on the subject of intimacy. I just feel the Holy Spirit is inviting us to come closer. To really enjoy the fellowship of the Holy Spirit in deeper ways than we've yet understood. Over and over again, you hear the benedictions through the epistles where Paul will say, May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit is an invitation to an intimate relationship. Often intimacy is uh, explained as into me see. The opportunity for us to become transparent and bear our hearts, to let God see us, to actually be vulnerable with Him, to be transparent with Him. And the Holy Spirit wants this so much. The Father wants so much for you to be able to be absolutely intimate with Him where you're not afraid, where you can say, into me see, and I want to show you. I want to talk about what's going on in my heart. I come to you unafraid because I know I don't have to fear rejection from you. Most of the time, people are afraid to jump into an intimate relationship because they are afraid of rejection. Yet the beauty of relationship with God, when we have received the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we have been washed by the blood of the Lamb, when we have been born again, we no longer have to fear ever being rejected by God. When we approach Him, we don't have to entertain any thought of fear. And we have the freedom through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ to experience His love and to give it back freely. To enter into a love relationship with him that is unafraid and completely intimate. And it's the Holy Spirit who sheds the love of God abroad in our hearts. Hallelujah. Setting us free from all the baggage and the fears and the knots and the worries and the concerns and the underlying lies that we've agreed with. 
letting his light come in, revealing Christ, who is the truth, so that we can see the truth, <laughs> know him personally, intimately, and walk in the freedom that comes through intimate relationship with the truth, God who is truth. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit wants to lead us into such an intimate relationship that we live continuously unafraid. Unafraid of ever not measuring up. Unafraid of ever being rejected by Him. We can boldly approach the throne of grace because of the cross of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, which has taken away the sin of the world, hallelujah. Wonderful Jesus, that's better than you're reacting. That's happy, you can worship over that fact, hallelujah. First Peter chapter 5, verse 6 says this, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. He cares for you. He, he really cares. He cares tenderly. This isn't, you could probably, if you've been in Christendom for a while, quote that verse. In fact, when I was a teenager, I'd know that verse and I would be stressed about that verse in that I would be like, okay, I'm trying to humble myself. I'm trying to humble, oh my God, I feel proud. Oh, I'm trying to humble myself. And, and I misunderstood what it actually meant. Hallelujah. You know, often when I have my time alone with the Lord and I need that, I need quality time with the Lord every day. I need it. I mean, yes, he's with me all the time. I can have continual 24-7 fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He'll never leave me or forsake me. I can talk to him all the time through my walk-around life. He's with me all the time. I get that. But if I don't actually have private time alone with him, then I miss out on the depth of relationship that he wants to have with me. Tom and I took a sneaky four-day holiday this week. We went away by ourselves. It was so nice. Oh, by ourselves. And, you know, it was so beautiful. I thought, oh, every marriage needs to do this every year. Amen. Just to have some time alone by yourselves. So good to be, have, have that opportunity to have quality time together. But, you know, we need that much more so with the Holy Spirit, with God every day. We need quality time with the Lord. And so as wonderful as my husband of 26 years is, he and nobody on the planet could do for me what the Holy Spirit alone can do. He alone is able to really minister to my heart. He alone, I mean, Tom's amazing. He's so beautiful, but it is not his job. It's not his job to fulfill my needs because it would be impossible. Nobody can fill the need that you have in your heart that God alone 
has created you to have because he wants to fill it. Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is jealous to fill it because he alone knows how to satisfy your heart. Hallelujah. And he wants to do it in such magnificent depths that when you have relationship with other people, you're not trying to pull from them something that they cannot give. You're instead enjoying what they can give. Hallelujah. It makes for healthy relationships, not codependent neediness. The Holy Spirit wants to give it to you every day, what you are craving, what you are desiring. He's affectionate. He's kind. He's loving. He understands you better than the closest person to you. He knows you. He knows you and he loves you and he gets you and he understands you. Hallelujah. And he cares for you. He really cares. You know, sometimes I get alone with God and I, I, I put my music on, put some worship music on. And I'll just talk to him. And sometimes I'll just fall apart in his arms. And I'll tell him everything that I feel anxious about, everything I'm worried about, everything that's going on in my heart. I'm concerned about this. I'm worried about this. I'm feeling this. I'm having this. And I tell him everything. I tell it. I talk to him. I, it's like I bring the pile of stuff that's in my, like an inbox in my heart. And I bring it to him and I give it to him. And then I ask him to speak to me and I expect, I know he will. And he, he tells me what he thinks. I'll ask him, what do you think about that? No, oh, that's a really good answer. <laughs> He'll speak peace to my heart. The Holy Spirit will bring to my remembrance the words of Jesus. Hallelujah. And not, I, I don't leave there just sort of put back together. I leave there filled up to overflowing, coming out shining and <laughs> happy. Because in his presence is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. This is what humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God looks like. You see, I've had times I'll go in and shut the door, lock the door, because this is, this is me and Jesus. And I'll put my head on his lap and he'll stroke my head while I tell him what's going on in my heart. And suddenly this verse became so real to me. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he'll lift you up. Cast your cares on him because he cares for you. Humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God is not some philosophical theory. You humble yourself under the hand of God and he'll get his hand and stroke your head and say, just talk to me. Let me hear your voice. Your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Oh, I'm worried about this. I've been this. I've been having these thoughts. What do you think about that? Okay. And rem remind you of the scripture. Remind you of the word of God. Remind you of the truth. And then you'll go, oh, that's really good. I'm glad I talked to you. <laughs> Have you ever thought, I wish I had somebody that I could just call and they would just tell me what I need to do and what I need to think? And Have you ever thought like that? You do. And he'll never get tired of you. 
and he'll never not answer. He'll never not have his phone switched off. He's there all the time and he actually enjoys hearing your stuff. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. And I won't tell you just to sort yourself out and, you know, what on earth are you thinking? I'll give you rest. It takes humility, though, because most of us like to think, well, you know, I like to think that I can keep it together and, you know, I'm okay. I'm, uh, she'll be right, mate. But, you know, it sounds like an Aussie version of I'm rich and full and have need of nothing. It actually looks like pride. You might think, well, it doesn't sound very, you know, strong to fall apart in the arms of God. But if you will humble yourself by actually being real with him and tell him what's going on in your heart, he is the safest place. He is absolutely safe. He is your rock of refuge, your safe place. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. I tell you what, it's the best place to be. He'll show you his affection. He'll say, Jack, come on. Cast your cares on me. You weren't built to carry this. Talk to me and I'll give you rest. I'll give you faith just to hear my voice, to let me speak to you, to let me comfort you, let me encourage you. Hallelujah. It is who God is. Into me see. We don't just come to God and, and do our obligation, our obligatory prayers and just bring him, you know, whatever we, you know, just do as a regular thing. God wants a dynamic, real relationship where you talk to him. Hallelujah. He enjoys it. Wonderful Jesus. You know, if we don't acknowledge that we need help, that we have need of help, we don't access it. We won't access the help and the fellowship of God if we say, oh, I'm, I'm right, no worries, you know, no worries. Are you? Uh, sometimes we'll have communion groups and go around the circle and people say, I'll say, what would you like prayer for? Oh, no, I'm right, no worries. I'm like, I've always got something I'd like prayer for, you know. Because I always want to receive help. If you will humble yourself and acknowledge you have need, you will get the provision. If I ask my kids, are you hungry? And they say no, then I'm not going to make them some food. Unless, you know, I think you just really need to eat. Mothers tend to do that a bit, don't they? But we need to come to him and, and tell him, God, I have need. I, I don't want to assume that I'm rich and full and have need of nothing. I have need. I have need for love today. I have, I have this concern. I have this going on. But I know, I approach you knowing that you are my answer today. And I want to bring it to you because you want to speak truth to me. So thank you, Lord. Remind me of the truth today. Minister to my heart. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Psalm 16. I have been enjoying this psalm for almost a week. It's delicious. Absolutely beautiful. It's called a miktam. And they say, probably the most accepted translation of the word miktam is engraved in gold. Been looking at Brian Simmons' Passion Translation and um, it speaks of the divine nature. This is what Brian says in his footnotes. Of the divine nature engraved into our hearts by the word. A new humanity is now stamped with God life engraved in his golden glory. Wow. Oh, that's really nice. A miktam engraved in gold. Just like the vision I had tonight of, of a, the seal on the rock. We have been engraved in him. In his, we become part of him as new creations in Christ. Hallelujah. Let's just read this at the beginning. Just, I'm just going to read uh, verse 1 and 2. It says here, Keep me safe, almighty God. I run for dear life to you, my safe place. So I said to the approachable God, You are my maker, my mediator, and my master. You don't need my goodness, for I have none apart from you. Now, I love the way that God speaks so personally to God. Can you imagine and think about, we sometimes read the Psalms and we forget these are personal prayers from the psalmist. The psalmist is saying to God personally, one-on-one, -on -one, you're my safe place. I run to you. It looks like intimacy. He's saying... You don't need my goodness because I've got none apart from you. You're my safe place. I'm running into you right now. If you read the Psalms, he'll talk about what's going on. I don't understand why my enemies are doing this and I don't understand this. But as you read the Psalms, you discover that as he talks, he has conversation with God and God talks back and hope gets birthed afresh in his heart. Hallelujah. The Psalms are a picture of the intimate relationship God wants to have with us. Hallelujah. He wants to talk with us. He wants to have conversation with us. Amen. Amen. Verse 3, he says, this is God then speaking back to the psalmist. He says, and he said to me, my holy lovers are wonderful. My majestic ones, my glorious ones, fulfilling all my desires. That's what he says about you. We come to him, we say, I run to you, keep me safe. I run to you for my dear life. Oh God, you're my safe place. I approach you. Oh God, I have no goodness apart from you. I run into you. And then he says, you're my holy lover. You are my majestic one. In you is all my delight. My glorious one, fulfilling all my desires. This is how God speaks. We come, I'm weak and you're strong, I run to you. And he goes, yes, holy one, majestic, glorious one. Oh, my delight is in you. Oh, he's so lovely. He's so wonderful. In our weakness, 
He is strong. When we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, He comes and He says, You're my majestic one. You're holy. In you is almighty Lord. Let me read it from another version here in the NIV. Verse 3. Actually from the New King James. Verse 3. It says this. As for the saints who are on the earth, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. So the psalmist says, oh, keep me safe. I have money to you. I need your help. Help me, God. You're my safe place. And then God speaks and says, as for the saints who are on the earth, he calls you his saints. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're no longer sinners. We're saints when we're born again. Hooray. That was a worship moment and you missed it. Hooray. I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm free. I'm new. I'm no longer the person I was. I'm not defined by my sin. I'm not defined by my past. I'm not of the seed of uh, the corrupt, sinful nature. I now have the nature of God. I've been made a saint. I'm clean. He says, you are, as for my saints who are on the earth, some people think saints only exist if they've died and gone to heaven. He says, oh, as for my saints who are on the earth, that's you, if you've been born again, become a new creation. As for you, you are my excellent ones, in whom is all my delight. He's saying this to the weak ones who are coming going, <laughs> Give me safe, God, you're my safe place, I'm running to you. He goes, mm. <laughs> In you is all my delight. In the NIV it says, As for the saints who are in the land, they are the glorious ones in whom is all my delight. He calls you majestic, glorious, holy, he says, you fulfill all my desires. You are, you are the ones in whom is all my delight. His holy lovers. You know, this is how God feels about us. Your fellowship and your love for God fulfills all the desires of the Father's heart. That's what it's saying. When you come and you go, here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. When you come and say, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice. He's there going, you fulfill all my desires. It's why he could say of the son, before he'd done any recorded miracles, this is my beloved son, with whom I am well pleased. He looks at you when you love him. I love you, God. He doesn't see your weakness. 
He sees you and says, you are the one that fulfills all my desires. We come to him feeling weak and he comes and says, oh, let me tell you the truth of who you are. And let me tell you this, not only am I here to fulfill all your desires, I want to tell you right now, just as you are loving me, you are fulfilling all of my desires. You fulfill all my desires just by running to me. Ah. When we say, oh, I want to please you, I want to please you, yes, just come here. Ah, you fulfill all my desires. Not you will one day when you get it, when you do what you're supposed to do. You coming in faith, boldly approaching the throne of grace and loving God fulfills all his desires. That's it. It makes humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God and casting your cares on him extremely attractive. Because you no longer... You no longer have any right to believe that you're viewed as this oh, pathetic annoyance that God has to try and sort out. You humble yourself and you tell him your stuff and let him speak truth and God doesn't see you. Like you, some people are worried about being vulnerable with other people because they're concerned about how that person might view them if they tell them what's actually going on inside. And it is true, we've got to be wise with whom we share our pearls with. Because we can't put our trust in people everywhere. People are weak. But we can run to the one who is absolutely safe. Now, it is important to have intimate relationships with, with brothers and sisters. It's important to confess your sin one to another that you may be healed. To do, you, but you can't have in true intimacy with other people if you haven't first to learn to receive and engage in intimacy with the Father. It's where we learn how to have real healthy relationships with each other. We need to let him in. We need to get vulnerable with him. And, but as we go and we make ourselves vulnerable with others, you may have had an experience where somebody's judged you then and thought, well, I thought they had it all together. And you might feel rejection. You might feel judgment. You might feel identified and, and somehow downgraded in their sight. But the opposite is true with God. When you come and you go, yeah, have a look inside me. I've been worried about this. I'm thinking about that. I've been having that thought. God, oh, God, this and that. And he looks at you and goes, oh, I love you so much. You're so beautiful to me. In you, I, you are the righteous. You are clean. You are holy. You are free. You don't have to worry about that. Let me tell you the truth. Hallelujah. I've covered your sin. I've taken your shame. By my stripes you are healed. No weapon formed against you will prosper. I've got you. I sit in heaven and laugh about that. Come on, let's laugh at that. 
<laughs> Let me tell you the truth. You are free. You are loved. I care for you. Like it. And, and he'll speak. Not just words. He will speak the word. The word. He is the word. And he'll remind you of scripture. He'll speak to you. He'll help you. He'll show you where to read. He'll speak the promises of God to you. He'll bring it to your remembrance. And he will help you like nobody else can. Hallelujah. Your fellowship and your love fulfills all his desires. You know, the, the scripture says that it was for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. What was the joy set before him? Your love and your fellowship. The thought of you coming in, humbling yourself before him and saying, God, I need a cuddle. I need your help. Talk to me. I love you. I love you. Oh, God, thank you that I can cuddle you. Thank you that I can be loved by you. I love you back, God. Oh, you're my safe place. You're the one I trust in. That was the joy that was set before him. The thought of you having intimate Trusting relationship with him made it all worth it. Made it all worth it. He became sin and endured the cross for the joy anticipated of you closing your door, coming before him, bearing your heart, Casting your cares on him, letting him love you and loving him back. He's like, that's it. It fulfills all my desires. That's it. There is nothing better. I can't think of anything. There is nothing, 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 nothing else I need or want. <laughs> this is it. Wonderful Jesus. By being born again, we become new creations with a new DNA, a new heart, His holy ones, and in, in whom is all His delight. To be saints, the, the righteous who live by faith, we must learn to enter the rest of faith. We must actively practice resting in the faith that is given to us to believe what he says about us. You know, I've lived in this revelation for probably 20 years, and yet I am still being challenged to really enter a place of continuous rest in this reality. The enemy still tries. And he still tries to steal peace because he's terrified He's terrified of you having intimacy with God. He's terrified of you entering the rest of faith. He's terrified of the peace of God surrounding you, filling you, being your deep satisfaction because in that place, in that place, you see clearly. God wants us to so 
contend to enter that place of rest every day, that we don't just survive swatting off the thoughts and the lies. We actually take time to let the Holy Ghost absolutely seal that truth into our hearts every day. So every day we get to walk in supernatural rest, supernatural peace, sealed on the rock unmoved by the winds and the waves. He wants us to look and lock eyes on him, to look into his face, because those who look to him are radiance. And their faces are never covered with shame because when he's looking back at us, he's seeing you and saying, you are my holy one. You are my majestic ones. You are my glorious ones in whom is all my delight. When you let him tell you that, when you let him show you that every day, <laughs> you start to believe it. We need intimacy. Faith works by love. So like David, we need to speak personally with God and let him speak back to us. We need to get real with God and let him minister to our hearts. We need to let him breathe on us. His peace that calms all the storms. We need to ask him what he thinks about the things that are trying to steal our peace. Go on, it's a great question. What do you think about this anxious thought I'm having, God? Oh, ask him. You'll be very happy with the answer. He'll say things like, no weapon formed against you prospers. I sit in heaven and laugh at that. <laughs> You are safe with me. Whoever touches you touches the apple of my eye. I am your great defender and your protector. Fear no evil, for I am with you. Come on, just give it to me. Doesn't that feel better? Let me stroke your head. Humble yourself under my mighty hand, because my mighty hand is not here to smack you. My mighty hand is here to soothe you to love you, to comfort you, to bring you peace and rest that passes human experience or understanding. If you feel like, oh, I just need a holiday, close your door. Get on the floor. Expose your heart to God. And he will refresh you like no holiday ever could. Hallelujah. You can have a holiday every day. And it will be a holy day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What we blessed to have fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Oh, if you only knew. Lord, I'm asking, Holy Spirit, that you would so reveal your desire for these ones. 
Lord, that you would give them revelation that they, their love, their fellowship with you is what you long for most, is what satisfies your heart, is what fulfills all your desires. Give them revelation of your face, Father. Everyone watching, Lord, give them revelation of your face, Father. Let them experience your mighty hand. Lord, help them. Help those that have been abused, God. Help those that have been abused by those that should have been trustworthy and were not. Lord, I'm asking that you would heal their hearts. Lord, that they could trust you. Lord, that they could humble themselves and let you see into them. That they could trust you. Lord, help them. Help them. Help them. Those that have struggled to be intimate with you. I thank you. I'm asking Holy Spirit, help them, help them, help them. Minister to their hearts. We speak and release healing to their hearts tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you for wholeness. I thank you for life. I thank you for peace. In the name of Jesus Christ, I just release the peace of God to their hearts. Holy Spirit, I'm asking they would truly have supernatural revelation of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship, the depths, the height, the depth, the width, the breadth, the intimacy that you long to have with them in the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, amen.